What's up, everybody? Can you hear me? Welcome to the Q's Lounge. <laughs> Welcome to Q's Lounge. If you can hear me, if you can hear the music, let me know in the chat. I see you, little cousin. Appreciate the feedback. Anybody else that can hear me? No music. No music is just me, huh? Let's see what happens here. Well, I got music. It's too bad for you. <laughs> Car, I see you. All right. I'm going to figure it out right quick. One sec. I appreciate you guys uh, joining me. This is going to be a, a fun time, something that I've been working on for a while. Let's see here. We're going to try this again. Oh, I know what it is. Here it goes right here, yeah. You can make with what you need to do is take your time and figure A to B or all of the above. To some my diction may sound boring. No How about now? I'm not boring. What I'm trying to do is fit your mental like a glove <laughs> in hopes that you might understand the joy and pain go hand in hand and to demand respect when right. it comes down to a shove. So on this day, it's for you that I pray that you would listen with your heart and cast away the things that you have heard. So on this day, it's for you that Yeah, be I sure to share this uh share the link with your uh friends and family especially the especially the men especially the men strange fruit project all the way Yeah, we going all the way. PM. Yo, symbolic. What's up, man? It's Vincent. Uh, just uh, hitting you up, letting you know, man. Uh, the vinyl is moving like crazy. All right, I'm out here on the West moderator. Real fat beat again. So um, we doing it, man. We um, putting it down. So you keep holding it down there. Uh, when you guys come back through, it's gonna be tight. Everything's gonna be uh, just so lovely. Here it is. Here. Got his eyes over us, and uh, as long as we keep holding it down, Be Wells Management, Spill Bill Promotions, Strange Fruit Project, uh, we about to voluptuate. We about to, we about to voluptuate. Whatever he said. Peace. Welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you for uh, tuning in with the uh, the first show of hopefully many to come, prayerfully of many to come uh, today is um the inauguration of of q's lounge 
um, this has been something that I've been uh, praying about and, and being uh, encouraged in so many ways by uh, in my faith to uh, to have this time with you guys. Um, pretty much Q's Lounge came from um, just um, offline, you know, really wanted to connect with men and everybody, but especially men. And so what you'll find out here on the Q's Lounge, like, you know, the one thing that's really important is that is to connect. Um, also just wanted to have a space that was going to be um, honest and safe and also wanted to have fun. So for the men, uh, I know men, we have trust issues. And so my hope is that you will uh, you will give me the opportunity to earn your trust. Uh, we're going to be having some conversations today uh, that I think that will be uh, something that we all can relate to. And if we don't relate to it, that's cool, too. Um, the, the Cube's Lounge is just here to just be able to be a space for us to talk about things, hopefully tough things to grow, uh, to learn, to be enlightened. And um, always, because I was born this way, um, is to be able to grow in love as well. So um, so just thank you. So everybody that is uh, tuning in, um, if you have men in your life that uh, that you love and that you care for, that you want to encourage, um, ask them to follow follow to, to tune in i'm also on youtube here today and also on facebook but today's topic is uh fatherhood and tough love and i feel so honored um to be able to say that on this first show and on this topic that i can be able to have uh my father on so um just want to welcome him in and, and bring him in so you guys can meet my wonderful and fantastic father let's see here let me make sure that you can hear me. All right. Let's see here. All right. So welcome. Welcome, Mr. Carter, MD Carter. Thank you for this the This is invite. my father, everybody. Uh, Mr. Mr. Major Carter, when you see him. For me, I'm probably going to be calling him dad throughout the show. Um, the show's on father, fatherhood. fatherhood. Uh, my dad is a... Um, Navy veteran. A lot of people don't know that. Um, born a long time ago, <laughs> a long time ago. So he's seen some things. My dad has seen. My dad has seen some things. Um, and also, too, um, he has four sons. You know that that's really important too, uh, especially in this space, wanting to encourage men and and um, and men of all likes, right? So, and then also too, um, we're gonna get into that later. But married for 52 years. So um, this is a blessing to be able to have him on and, and have, um, you know, whatever knowledge that he can share uh, today. And so just uh, just want to say welcome, Dad. Can you hear Thank me? Thank you, son. All right. All right. You looking fly yes. today? It's good to be. You looking fly? You looking hey, fly? I'm trying to keep up with you. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I also see you got the jazz theme going on. Jazz theme going in the back. I know um, jazz and music is important to our household and to and to your wife. Um, so, Dad, we're just gonna jump into it. You know what I mean? Like one of the things about this space that that I'm gonna always try to reinforce, enforce, and encourage is that whatever that we do, um, you know, that we just, you know, um, that we just come 
transparently, you know what I mean? And honest about whatever it is that is on our heart and not to feel any uh, discouragement about anything. Um, and so I would just want to lead off and just ask you that. Um, what, do you, what do you love about being a father? Having a wife. <laughs> and why? And, and make the connection for me. There's some people in the back, Dad, that, you know, have never been married. Well, okay. Yeah. Having, having a wife, having a wife and enjoying the, uh, the time to bring four beautiful young men into this world. Okay. Trying to, to, to procro uh, procreate. <laughs> now, I know you ain't got no regular, no regular, regular. You know what I mean? So when you said wife, like the name wife, you know, when you look up the Webster, my mama picture ain't in there yet. But um, what can you say about having a wife? Why is that important to you? Other than being able to have children. Man. Um, I wouldn't want to be alone in this world especially the world today, but I wouldn't want to be alone in this world. And, and having a wife brings me that, that, um, that peace, that joy, um, that connection of closeness. Um, and it just, you know, as the Bible says, my helpmate, and she helps me and she helps me in so many ways. Amen. A lot of Amen. a lot of me wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my wife. Amen. Um, so we're gonna we'll, maybe we'll get into that as well. Um, so I, I want to ask you because I can remember you know as a as a child thinking about you know being a dad one day, and then um, thinking about like you know can I actually do it? You know what I mean? Um, I guess one of the questions I want to ask you is um, were you ever afraid about being a father one day no 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 never Didn't, you never I got scared eight dad eight eight wow eight <laughs> why eight like why eight dad family, like i was raised in a I was raised in a family of eight, and I should surpass what my parents did. Oh, really? Is that in the I book somewhere? Four. <laughs> well, I think you did. I think you did. Yeah. I think you did very yes. well. Let me just say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take anything away from you. Four. Four. Uh, beautiful. Um, beautiful men. So. Um, what Amen. did you um what did you learn dad about being what did you love about being what do you love about being a father both now at this at this time in your life and and you know our lives because we're older now as well as when we were younger what did you love boy uh i loved those beautiful babies I love those beautiful babies and um, bringing them home, having them ride in the car, turning the music up so they yeah. get used to hearing music and hearing sound. And, and I, I love my babies. I love my four babies. 
And uh, as they start to grow up and to see them crawling and walking and talking and, um, you know, doing all the little things that they do, uh, I, I loved seeing that. I loved spending time with them. Right. And certain that I was teaching them, certain, certain uh, challenges that, that I have had as a father. Um, yeah, you know, you taught us how to you taught us how to fish. Let me let me just talk not, about a few things. Fatherhood is not easy. Yeah. So, we're no, having I'm, some delays. I'm just on... saying, you know, you guys had to learn how to you had to learn how to read and write. You had to learn how to do arithmetic. You yeah. know, you had to you had to learn how to dress yourself. You know, all the little things. You know, before we get outside the house. You know things that that you had had to learn as children, and yeah. I and I, I I love those I love those times. Yeah. So what about now, Dad? What do you what would you say right now? What do you love about being a father since you ain't got to feed us no more? Because you know we used to eat a lot. You know it's 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 um it's it's kind of tough being a father right now. Uh, right. Being a father to grown men. Uh, because there is such a um, separation because each one of you have your lives to live and and I experienced it with my parents that not being there closer to them and so that's that's a tough part that you know I don't love but I love the time when we do come together and spend time yeah. together I wouldn't trade anything in the world for that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what I don't miss about being a son <laughs> back in the day. Let me tell you one thing I don't miss is the yard work. I don't miss it at all. Um, the, the, hot days in, the hot days in the backyard pulling weeds in uh, Riverside, um, I don't miss it at all. I just want you to know that. Um, it was something that you know, that uh, I've told you <laughs> as many times as I can. I don't care. Um, I don't care what you say. I'll never be back in that backyard ever again. So I just on record for my brothers um, who are watching uh, <laughs> Major Pierre and Zimbalist, Um, I ain't never, never, ever enjoyed the yard work. So I just want to let you know that. So um, and I'll tell you as your son at this stage in my life, um, I love that I'm still learning from you as my father. And oftentimes when I'm talking to my son, I will be able to still reference what I'm still learning from you today, as much as I'm still referencing the things that I've learned, you know, as a child. And, and when I say that it's, it's sometimes, you know, sometimes it sounds like I, you know, I'm on a platform right now to talk about this and make it sound all sweet, but it wasn't always sweet. You know what I mean? There are tough, there were tough things to, uh, you know, tough things for me to, uh, to learn or to grow through because you were learning too you know what i mean and so my next question for you dad is um what was your childhood like with your father growing up because you know one of the things we said you were married for 52 years you've got four boys but that ain't the whole story you know some people will just look at that you know and, and think that um you know you just arrived and i know that's not the case so what was your childhood like with your father growing up and um and how much of your relationship um, with him, ha, you know, has molded or directed you or helped you in being a father? 
my mom and dad divorced when I was six years old. So you can figure a, a six-year-old boy, my dad worked and uh, he played baseball, he fished. Um, that's about all I know of him. Um, and as far as the type of relationship that I've had with my boys, I didn't have that with my father. I didn't really connect back to my father till I was 17 years old. And even at that, I spent a year or two with him and went in the military and got out. And it was the later years, my dad died at age 61. Yeah. So uh, it was probably between the age of 59, 58, 59 and 61 of, of his age that I was able to have a connection with my dad. Yeah. So and um what you all you all have had what you all have had um with me, I did not have that with my dad. Yeah. So I I'm I'm I um I don't I don't have much to tell you on that. Yeah, you know, I'll say this. This is one thing that I've let you know as often as I can, especially um you know, when just certain events that are happening, life events that have happened, and especially on my birthday and your birthday, I always like to let you know how thankful I am for you because I remember um, just thinking one day, like how you're in this space and you've been in a space to learn how to be a father by yourself. Um, but also like, cause now I'm in, you know, now I'm in the stage now of being, you know, being an adult and being a father. And I have you to talk to. I have you to say, hey, dad, what do you think about this? And, you know, I was talking to my son and I did that. And then you've got some really good wisdom now that I go, you don't have that. You've you haven't had that and you haven't had it. At least you haven't had it as long um, as I've had it. And so there's something that I'm, you know, I'm grateful for. But this also kind of is a question that I think about too often, because a lot of people um, will look at their life and say, well, I never had a father, you know, um, and so I don't know how to be a father. And one of the things that I've always, you know, kind of humbled by is that, you know, my dad, um, not perfect. And we'll get into that, too. But not perfect. He's been married for 52 years. He's been the father in my life the entire time. You know, the one thing that um, all of my brothers can say is that we've never gone to sleep in our home. And, my, and our dad's not been in our home. And so that's something that um, happened from a kid that did not have a father growing up. And it's not to say, you know, that people are making excuses because I won't do that in my platform. It's just that it's possible, right? It's just that it's possible. And, you know, oftentimes you give credit to to whom, dad? Because I, I want to, you know, you to be able to speak on, um, speak on it. Who do you give, What where do you give the credit to? Because it's, you didn't have counseling, right? You didn't have men's life group. Um, you know, did you have any mentorships? I never heard of you speaking to any mentor mentorships in, for, in terms of like an uncle, you know, or someone else. Um, who do you give credit to for getting you this far? God. Yeah. I give credit to God. I, I also, I also, uh, Quaylen, um in my life, I'm, you know, my mom, I have to give my mom credit, you know, yeah. for how she's helped me grow into the man that I am. Um, and I do want to say this about my dad. Um, he, he did try to have some connection with us. It was very little. 
uh, he tried to have some connection with us and and that that I did see of him and experience with him I tried to emulate that in taking care of my family I, I spent time with him to see him get up in the morning um, go to work come home how he worked in his yard how he had had an immaculate yard um, you talk about yard work you inspired me and your mom so when you come home now you you don't have to stay away you don't have to pull weeds anymore. amen amen because you know you know i already told you i'm not coming through i'm not i'm grown now you know what i mean i'm grown i ain't got to do no more yard work i won't talk back i just say you know i got boundaries <laughs> you know what i mean and i've got a doctor's note because of my allergies so, um, Dad, I love you so much. This is fun. You know, I want to ask you some questions because I think a lot of people are trying to do it alone. And, you know, and, the, and I think um, to your point already, you said that you didn't want you didn't want to be alone, you know, and I and it's um, and I know that comes from a real place because you've had the benefit of not being alone. Um, but how do you feel marriage has helped you to be a better father? Because some people are doing, you know, or being a father and they're not married. But I and I just and again, this is for encouragement. How how has uh, being married helped you to be a better father? Um, I, I I don't brag about anything because I still haven't arrived. I'm still working on trying to be a better father, but I'm trying to be a better father to grown men, and some are getting close to being senior citizens. Ugh. So, you know, being a father to a senior citizen, you know, that's that's a challenge also. So um, uh, my wife has done a great job working on me. Is there any she, is there anything that you could uh, give as an example? Well, uh, any specific thing. Be patient. Like, how do you patient, grow? I mean, how do you grow in the relationship? Let me let me ask this. Like, you know, because I'm, you know, I've been, you know, I'm a dad. I've been a dad for a while. I'm, I just want to know, like, you've had a long time, and um, I've seen all the challenge. I've seen all the challenges firsthand. You know what I mean? Like, some people will think married. Like, a lot of people will think because um, because you've been married for so long at a period of time that you you're not going to still have problems, or that because you are, you know, a man, you know, a man of faith, that you're still not going to have challenges. Um, how did you, how did you overcome challenges without getting, you know, too specific about anything in particular, but how did you overcome challenges? Because I know you had them cause that's 52 years, brother, man. I'm like, and, um, and you didn't have no mentorship. Like, you know, there's a lot of resources today and there's, you know, Q's lounge, hopefully will be a resource for someone. How did you get through it? How did you overcome challenges yourself? You know, um, I, I expected, I expected all of you to be successful, be God-fearing men. That's what I expected, and 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 you are. But getting there has been a challenge um, because some has taken different directions, and I won't go into that. But it has not always been good. Raising four boys is very, very challenging because they're they're just little men in boys' bodies, 
and 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 they don't know which direction that they should be going. So trying to trying to get them on the on a on a more straight and narrow path, and even seeing just what what they really do like. But it's a cha- it's a challenge with that, and and um, you know the things that they want to do in life. You try to expose them to, to positive things uh, around them in their lives, some directions that you, you feel like they may want to go, but it's still it was their decision. So it, 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 was, it was very hard. One of, one of my challenges that I had was when I really got serious about my relationship with Christ. And when I did that, I figured my whole family should be where I'm at with, with their relationship with Christ. Yeah. And that yeah. really posed a problem. So I'm gonna I'm be short. And and what I expected from them was what I was giving. And I had to realize it was a decision that they all have to make on their own. And that was a challenge for me, but I'm, I'm God helped me through it. And so from that, I've been learning to let you live your life and the rest of your brothers, you guys have to live your lives. Can't tell you, yeah. can't tell you what to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to keep it real dad. Cause I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Thanks to you and mom. Um, and, and, and the Lord and savior, but, um, you, it was no joke dad. I, I got stories of you coming home from church, hot upset. Cause we didn't get up and go to church. And, um, right. and I was like, I was like, how you come back from church mad, angry? Where do you get all this energy to be mad? And I and I oftentimes was afraid. You know what I'm saying? I was literally afraid. I mean, we all were afraid because we were out there having to cut grass and do yard work and do all kinds of things, you know, um, and it and it was something that um, to see the uh, to experience the transformation of, you know, and, and it was something that I think that you learned because you were willing you know, there was, it was hard. You, you were, you came home, you are, we were watching Kung Fu movies and, you know, shows or, or watching, you know, cartoons or whatever that was on TV on a Sunday when we weren't at, when we did go to church. Um, but the, then eventually see, you know, you come home if we didn't go or you didn't make it a thing um, and be able to um, come home and just be loving and, you know, and, and brought your peace from church. You brought it back home with you. Uh, and I also know, um, that it was the whole house, you know what I mean? That, um, you know, that you were trying to, you know, get us on, you know, on the same path you were on by the way that you learned. And so I just appreciate being able to, to see the growth, um, that you went through because then I get to learn from the growth. Um, you know, I want to, I want to, um, oh, go ahead. Dan. I wanted you all to have, have the joy and knowing Christ in your lives as I was experiencing and to pre- appreciate what he what God was doing in in your lives rather than just sitting home Sunday sleeping and not even thinking about it so yeah. I said not that's that's not right you know and that's that's the part that I had to come to to the to the uh, realization of that because of what Christ was doing in my life, yeah. I had to be, as I've explained to you, I had to be the only Bible, my, the Bible that you all read was the life that I lived. And yeah. I, and I had, I had to do that. Yeah. And, and there's, 
there's a resurrected man y'all see on this screen right now this ain't the same man um growing up um those times it was not just the um you know there wasn't just the church moment it was like you know when you were talking about getting this dress and things like that i got some moments of just being afraid that my shoes weren't tied you know what i mean and um or the trash wasn't taken out and it was you know and this is one of the things that we're going to get into even more about you know tough love is that you know you were handling it and doing with what you had you know what i mean and i think that i'm grateful for all of it i'm grateful for all of it and i'm able to say that because there's been there's been transformation you know a lot of times people have had and having these experiences of learning you know um learning how to parent and not trans and not transitioning not growing and so what they're doing is they're working off of you know fumes they're working off of things of brokenness they're working off of uh you know what they were taught by their own father or not or not taught and there is no transformation there is no healing there is no mentorship there isn't they don't have a relationship with christ and so um what i'm just grateful for because i know i i, I can't say just because you know it happened for me it can just happen anywhere is that people you know need to be able to be willing um for the change and then also see that the change and the choice to make the change and the transition in your life and you know and the humility and the self-accountability that you that you've displayed that's what changed that's the part that makes you a better father makes you a better um spouse and i just you know i've just benefited from being able to see that and i wanted to share um wanted to share that with everyone um i do want to i do want to tell about a time um that i was at you know i you know we all go through things you know what i'm saying and um you know a lot of my friends you know growing up they you know you know they know me as quay smooth and um and it's something that i've always you know i've always just like kind of carried myself you know younger like i'm just cool you know what i mean you know i'm still you know i still can't take the smooth because i was born this way but the reality of it is is that it wasn't all good you know and so there was a time in junior college um where i was struggling you know i was really struggling about you know, about school, about, you know, uh, I remember taking uh, astrology and just wondering like, wow, man, this astrology, what am I going to do? You know, why is it important for me to know what the gas or the temperature is on Jupiter? You know, and I was having a really difficult time. Plus, um, just being distracted because I'm young, you know, and and um, young and I'm and I'm able to go out to the clubs and, you know, have relationships with women and things like that. And, and so uh, being focused and concentrating on the school was a difficult thing. And so I remember um, coming to you, Dad, and um, and being able to uh, ask you, um, you know, asking you for for prayer. Um, actually, not even asking for prayer. I just asked you for help. I was like, "Yeah, I'm like, Dad, I don't know what's going on. I ain't motivated for nothing. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do anything at all." And and you know what you told me, which is just crazy because this is like 18, 19 years old, you know going to the junior college down the street. Um, one of the things that, you know, one of the things that you told me, you said, I don't know son, but let's pray. And what you couldn't do because you never went to college is tell me about college. You know, you never went, you never, you know, you went to the military and you had a family, never went to college. So when I, um, so when you did that, we sat in the, in the front room that in that room that you're in right now on that couch, right in that same spot that you're in right now. And you just said, we'll pray. And you prayed over what you didn't know how to help me with. And, and I'm telling you, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but that 
was transitional for me because it led me, you know, it led me to look and feel um, different about what I was experiencing. And I started getting the help from the school because I never had, I mean, I didn't have a lot. I didn't have the, your help with signing up for college, you know, and my two older brothers weren't there for me to be able to like follow after them. And, you know, they go through the headache. And so I was doing it all by myself. And, um, and I just, um, I was encouraged by that. And so, um, whoo, I hope I, I'm going to probably be emotional. It's the Q's lounge, you guys. <laughs> so, um, I'm thankful. Let me let me let me say this for yeah. you for you. Well, let me let me say this. Let me say that what what you taught me, Dad. What you taught me was, um, what you taught me was I don't have to know everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to know everything, and I don't have to rely, you know, totally on you. You know. And so, you know, as I moved on in my life, there's been other things that have happened, and every time anything has ever happened, me not knowing, and you not knowing has helped me to lead me to where I can find an ant. I can finance, I can get godly wisdom, right? I can get the support. I went and got the help at school. You know, I've gotten, you know, I've been able to at times, different times in my life, get, get therapy, right? For different things or go to a friend who was more specialized in a certain thing. And so prayer and being able to have that um, has helped to guide, guide me in my life. And so just in a moment with you not even doing anything other than like what we ought to do which was just surrendering like to just saying i don't know but let's do let's try this and it was humble and there was a lot of times that you know and this might you know i have another story for it but it was a lot of times where it wasn't you, you know it wasn't that way but that was one time that um has been a impression on my life that has impacted my life uh to this day so i'm sorry dad you had something you wanted to say um just that <clears throat> I, I didn't have the I didn't have the knowledge until until late, uh, and I wish that you and Zimulus, since you guys were going into college, I wish you all would have stayed at home, stay, uh, stayed in California. You didn't have to stay here, but stayed in California because you could have used my my GI Bill to go to school on. And yeah, and, but. Um, I, and I, 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 I didn't know that, but you know, you know, Quaylen, as I think about what you're saying, um, how tough it was for you, you know, it's kind of like pulling them weeds in the backyard. What it made that it I used to do to you. You said you don't want to pull them weeds no more. No, sir. And, and what you had, what you had to go through, uh, you, you're never going to go through that again. It's like it's like everything you've experienced in your in your childhood, being being around me and your mother, uh, uh, those things have been an influence in your life. It's been an influence in your life, and I can see it with with all four of you, whether you all see it or not. I see. Yeah, it. yeah. No, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm grateful. Saying, like I, like I, I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell your brothers. I'll tell your brother. It's like I'm telling you, I'm very proud of you all for the men that you all have turned out to be. Amen. Um, so do you remember, Dad, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you remember when you taught me um, how to drive and especially when you taught me how to drive stick? 
Yeah, it was kind of, it was easier it was easier teaching you how to put a worm on a hook and cast out a pole <laughs> than it was teaching you how to <laughs> talk to him, Dad, because you know, talk to him. Tell tell him why it was hard, Dad. Tell him why it was hard, because because you know, all of us ain't the same. You have four boys, and all of us are not the same. <laughs> how was it, Dad? How was it teaching now, you how you to know, drive? How did you know? I could I see you. I see you. How I teach how to shoot a foot, how to yeah. shoot a basketball, how to yeah. throw a football, how to yeah. catch. You know. I, I, you know, I've seen you. I've seen your skills on a football field, yes, but sir. in a car that's a stick shift, that, that just wasn't coordination wasn't wasn't with you. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, this is my son. <laughs> and ease off, you ease off, ease off the clutch, and yeah. mash the gas. Yeah, that's all you have to yeah. do is ease off the clutch and mash the gas, and it was a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you was hot. You would be mad when I when I would be even leaving the house. I could tell when you when I came home and you were standing outside or you came outside. I was like, oh no, here he go. You know what I mean? Here he go. He gonna be looking, you know, figuring out everything I'm doing wrong, and he gonna have something to say. So, did you enjoy the experience of teaching me how to drive and drive stick? Quayla, one of my one of my greatest challenges was down across from Fairmont Park in the parking lot with that with that was it three yeah yeah so three. yeah let me let me let me give the background That's on the story so my dad um my dad was not fun <laughs> driving with thank god for my mother mom i love you i know you're watching this i thank god for you otherwise i wouldn't be able to to drive today um my dad was terrible um, we used to drive home from church. We would drive different places in the car. And um, just, I did not like the way that my dad gave instructions at all. And um, and it was something to where it made me nervous. It made me, uh, gave me anxiety, you know? And then I finally, um, some of you don't know that I'm, I've been a, um, a connoisseur, if you will, of the Nissan Z. I've had a lot of them. Um, and so... My mom bought my first, my parents, excuse me, my parents bought my first car and it was a stick shift. And I had a girlfriend at the time and they all knew I had a girlfriend. She lived out in Moreno Valley. And um, in order for me to go and visit with her and show her my new used car, let me get that right, um, very used, um, I needed to learn how to drive stick. And so my dad right in front of our house was teaching me how to drive stick or trying to teach me how to drive stick. It was not working. He was getting upset. He was yelling. And when you start yelling, I start checking out. Right. And so then we decide, Hey, let's go someplace away from the street. Let's go to the Fremont park, which is, you know, not too far from our home, you know, in town, um, there's a parking lot there. And so we get to the parking lot. It's open. We're, you know, we're there. He's trying to show me the basics, you know, still trying to get in the first gear, and I'm killing the clutch. I'm killing the clutch at the same time. I got all kind of anxiety on me because I'm, you know, my dad is, um, you know, my dad is all on my head the entire time. And so we are, we're going, he's trying to teach me the way that he can. He's that he's, cause he's like, you're my son flush on my flush. You should be able to do this. And I'm like, no, I'm nervous. I got anxiety and I'm pissed and I'm never going to disrespect my dad. I don't want to disrespect my dad, but I just said, you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm done. 
I don't want to drive. I was like, I break up with the girlfriend and everything to not have to do this. And she was fine back then. You know what I'm saying? But that's how upset I was, you know? And so I basically told my dad, um, I basically told my dad, I don't care. I don't want to drive. And I shut down. And, um, and my dad, who was tough, he was hard and he wasn't doing it to try to make me tough. He was doing it because he was like, you can do this because I can do this. And I couldn't do it because the way that he was communicating to me in the way that his energy and the way just his the style just wasn't we weren't we weren't compatible in that way at that time. And so um, he stopped because <laughs> I was done. I didn't care because he couldn't yell at me anymore if I just quit. Right. And so at that moment, um, my dad, my dad pulled, you know, he, he pulled from um you know, another card that's another thing that's made an impression on my life is that he just he didn't have no more power over me because I was shutting him out. And he just said, hey, let's pray. And we were in the parking lot alone. And these are moments that I know my dad has never had. A lot of men who have, you know, didn't grow up with their father they're not having this argument, you know, not having this this fight. You know, I'm telling you right now on this platform, I was pissed. I didn't care. And he transitioned into praying. I didn't I didn't bail out because I love my dad. I know my dad loves me. I just was to that day was just not going to happen. And he prayed and it wasn't about him. It was just about, you know, just about us getting the, the wisdom and the peace that we needed and the uh, the guidance that we needed. And um, and it went a lot better after that. You know, it's something that um, it I think it's less now about the driving stick because I got an automatic. I won't buy a stick just because of that moment. But <laughs> and I don't care because uh, I'm grown. I can pick what I want to. But um, but it was definitely something that's led me to again, you know, of how you know how I'm going to deal with crisis, how I'm going to deal with the challenge. Um, and my dad, um, unknowingly, he was like, I'm going to do this so that one day when you grow up, you're going to you're going to pray and, and be, you know, be this good man. Um, it's taken it's taken a long time to put all these pieces together, but I'm thankful for that. Um, but I also know a lot of men haven't had that opportunity for iron to be sharpened in that way. His iron is getting sharpened as well as mine. And so I'm just thankful for it. But once again, um, um, something about you, dad, um, that I'm just thankful for is, is kept leading you back, you know, to your source because um, I easily could have been walked away from that bitter and upset with you um, and just not wanting to um, not being able to connect with you. And it didn't end that way. And it hasn't been that way since. No, no. Well, some of that stuff you fabricated. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's talk about the truth. Let's, let's, what, 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 what was fabricated? No, you know, uh, <clears throat> I think I think maybe your anxieties were already already high. Just just getting ready to go drive, and and um, I, I I did yell at you. I'm not going to say I didn't yell at you, but I knew that yelling wasn't going to get you to have the foot coordination that you needed to to be able to drive that that car. And I was just trying to be, you know. Um, getting you to focus on what you were doing because it wasn't that hard. 
I learned off yeah. of a 47 Chevy. I learned off of 40, excuse me, 49 Chevy, how to drive a stick. And wasn't that challenging? But there's there's someone, there was someone was asking, now I didn't teach Major how to drive. I didn't teach um, Pierre how to drive, but I did have, as far as the stick shift is concerned, but I think I did have something to do with Demolus. Baby brother. And I think maybe my experience with you helped me with, no, he's the younger brother. That's true. This is my true. He ain't a baby no more. You helped, helped, me, helped me with him. Yeah, I was the sacrifice, Zimbalus Carter. So you're welcome, son. He knew. Um, he didn't want to. Get I was the ram in the bush for you, Z. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that all my brothers understand, you know, everything that I went through for you. So you can, you can, so you can prosper. I think that. Um, I think one of the things that I want to also <laughs> say too, like that was in our younger, younger years, uh, Dad. I went through. You know, I've gone through a lot of things. Um, in life. And so you've been able to, um, there's another time I talked about this. Oh, uh, Sandra says, I tried driving a stick once and failed miserably. That was my last time even attempted it. No doubt, you know, doubt. And so all the women who can drive stick and drive back, you know, in reverse and drive trucks, God bless you. Um, we need more of you come, come to surface, show your faces. Um, some of us men can be encouraged by you. Um, yeah, there's another time I just want to, you know, say this and, um, that there is a um, another time in life um, recently, or, well, in the last few years, I would say it was about four years ago or so, um, that we had a really tough time um, talking to one another. As now I'm now as a grown man, and um, and I was at a time I was at a time being was very low, um, low time, um, broken hearted. I'll say um confused um just a lot of things that were going on and um i just remember that conversation where you were trying to share with me um wisdom you know and you you know you had already had you know this is post you know transformation where you know it wasn't for me i didn't have as much anxiety talking with you not worried about you know you being angry or upset with with what I was doing or how I was doing something. It was just me sharing my story and my life with you. And um, it was a tough thing. And I remember um, being in my car, talking to you and talking to you for a while. And you were, you had given me this, the verse that, you know, Proverbs three, five, six. Um, do you know the scripture by heart yourself, dad? Trust, it, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not in thy own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And when you told me that scripture, you, you said it and you just said it, you know, you didn't sugarcoat it a whole lot. You just kept telling me, um, you just kept giving that to me over and over again. And I was in a state of very, 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 very emotional. Um, and I was just talking with you and I was like, you know, I don't even know what I really could have gotten from you as emotional as I was. And that conversation um, started to stir you because, again, it was like we almost kind of went into that space where we were in that car, you know, um, driving stick. Um, but it was different. You know, it was different because we weren't the same as we were then. And we both have, you know, relationship. You know, I've grown in my faith. 
um, had grown in my faith at the, you know, at that time, but I was also not where I'm at today. Um, but it definitely was a tough conversation of you helping me with the life event, you know, it was a life event going through. And, um, and I just remember being so, um, hurt, but listening to you was just not connecting with me. And I remember being so angry that I hung up. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. Hung up the phone. Um, how did that make you feel when I hung up? <clears throat> you just being an idiot. Didn't make me Watch feel nothing but Watch your mouth. you being an idiot. <laughs> because because see, see, see I'm quite smooth, Dad. The, the thing the, the thing that at that particular time quite smooth was quite rough. <laughs> quite all the way wrong. And, <laughs> And 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 see what happens is that what you are what you're looking for is not what I had to give to help you, and 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 we weren't we weren't you know gelling together. You weren't wanting to hear what I was saying, and and so I couldn't help you. When you want when you want help, you can listen and you can hear, but when you don't want help and you just want someone to listen to you you can't hear you can't hear anything if you really want help you know it's like swimming someone to help you with swimming then you, then you you humble yourself to that person and then let that person teach you even though you may kind of sink a little bit here and there but eventually you got you you you'll get it and 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 i wasn't able to penetrate your mind enough for you to want to listen to what I was saying. Because I use that scripture clearly even right now today. I have to use that even right now today because there are situations in life that come up that you, you can't do it on your own and you do have to trust God. And I just use the scripture, helps to bring me back in place and it bring me to, to a point of of where I, I have to stop and see that, hey, let God, let God have this. Yeah. But eventually, yeah. eventually, Quayle and I, 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 what I, what I, what I appreciated, not coming from anything that I influenced you on, but your connection that you have with your church and how you, you was starting to go to church, starting to read and listen to your pastor and preach, I start to see some transitioning to, to the man that you are in your spiritual walk now. That's where the help really came to you on. Yeah. And, and you know, the one thing too about um, just, I think a lot of times too, a lot of people are, are turned off by the church and turned off by religion and scripture because um like at that time for me at that time for me i was like i wasn't trying to hear it you know what i mean i wasn't trying to hear nothing at all and um because i was in my feelings right and and i in emotions and it's sometimes it's uh it's really interesting when you mature and you have a chance to look back chance to look back it's um it's very humbling to know that you were just emotional god you know, there is a God. He's just you just are emotional wreck. And um, and so what happens when we're emotional, 
it's kind of the same thing for me when I was in that car trying to learn stick. I'm just like, I quit, you know, give up. Like, because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't connecting. And so I, th I think the same thing happens to folks that are in their, you know, with regards to faith, but also the scripture to me did not resonate with me at that time, the way that it resonated with you. And I needed, you know, I needed to learn on my own. Um, I needed to learn on my own. And I think one of the things that you, even today, dad, we had a conversation earlier. You're still, you're still doing the same thing where you can, um, you talk about, you know, you can't lead a, um, a horse, you can lead a horse to water, right? Um, but you can't make them drink. I think it's the, the same, but there's the fact that you gave me the wisdom and it's become something that has been a part of my life to be able to encourage me and to help me encourage other people and even has an influence on what I hope to accomplish, um, you know, in this space um, to encourage other men. But I do feel like a lot of relationships are broken um, by the fact that, you know, hyper, you know, emotional, because uh, one of the things about dad. So how would you say, because this is my platform, Q's Lounge, and I can do whatever I want to. How would you say compared to my other brothers? How would you say I was different than them? We're all I know you love us all the same. I don't want to, you know, um, you know, I don't want you to uh, let them all know live that you love me more than them. You don't have to do that. But I want to know, um, <laughs> I wanted to, I want, I just want to, just because I'm just sharing myself, my story, um, how was, how was it different parenting me than my other brothers? And dealing with the, like, this emotion, like, you know, because this is not something that's new. Um, different. You don't have enough time, though, because... <laughs> You know, uh, you know, major, 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 major is uh, he, he he reminds me um, of your of your mom uh, in her the way she thinks, um, and that is she she sees things um, more 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 openly or clearer than what I do, uh, and because I there. A lot of times I have to ask her to come in and look at something because I don't see it and she does. And and um, and Major, he's one that has a, um, his is going at what he's, really going at what he's, what he's thinking about doing, going at doing it. Um, Pierre, uh, I think he's got some of that same in him. Um, you take a lot of time. The difference between you and the other boys, Zimlis has it, some of this too, is that you take a lot of time to make that decision. I remember when you had that 350Z and it was like on its last leg and you were thinking, man, should I put more money in this car, buy another car? I said, man, get another car, get another car. Yeah. You, know, you 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 put too much money in this car. Eh, I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to do that. It takes you a, a lot longer to make that decision than I would say it takes the other boys. Zimless, um, you know, you got somebody that was out selling pizza coupons at 110 degree temperature. That's a bad boy right there. And 
<laughs> Every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. What up to you, Z? Yeah, that's that's Zimulus, you know. So, but but overall, what I what I see that you all have is that you are first and most of all godly men, and you all are not afraid to work. You're not afraid to work and take care of yourselves and take care of your families, and that's one thing you guys have. Um, all of you, all of you have that. And you have wonderful minds. Yeah. Wonderful minds. You're different. Now, who do I love the most? That you don't have. I you don't have to say who your that, Joseph is. That, you don't have to do spelled, that. <laughs> their name is C A R T E R. Amen. The Carter boys. All of the Carter boys. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. And I, I just want to say shout out to my brothers, Major, Pierre and Zimulus. Um, We definitely um, are so blessed to to be able to have a father through our entire life. Um, I know a lot of people, um, you know, their fathers weren't just absent. They've lost their father like you've lost yours. Um, and I think um, just something I always just want to acknowledge because sometimes we take for granted the blessings that we have that are right in front of us. And, um, and I think that, um, you know, to me, I'm sharing, sharing my blessing. Um, so dad, I'm going to be, uh, we're going to be wrapping up here soon. I, I just want to get a question from you question for you because of what you know now, you know, and there's, I've seen you grow, um, as a, a father that was hard, um, hard in a different kind of way. I mean, I, I think there's, everybody has their own story about, you know, how hard their parent was mother and father. Um, but you, you oftentimes there was an ang to me, there was times I've experienced you being angry, but I look back, I look back and I'm like, I was born in the seventies, you know, you, you know, you got married, um, you know, you got married just right after the civil rights, you know, you're working, you know, you're working in, in environments where um, you're not, um, you know, all the all the different um, legislations and things like that. You know, I don't know how much they're being enforced in HR and just different things that you go through. And then you are learning how to raise men, you know, because I tell like I tell my son, I said, you you told me this before, but I'm like, you're going to be a man longer than you are a boy. So you're raising men. And um, and you're going through, you know, also a veteran. And so there's all kind of things from um, and also veteran of the Vietnam Vietnam War. Um, so there's things like PTSD. There's like all these different things. And there's growing up, there isn't there isn't a place, you know, there isn't a place to go outside of the church. You know what I mean? Outside of, you know, biblical wisdom. And so um, enduring that and then also learning how to be married, because, you know, if I can ever get my mom on a show to do this as well, um, her whole story and just the two of you navigating life together, um, you know, navigating life together at a very young age too. You know, you don't get the 50, you know, 52 um, without, um, you know, at a young age without some trials and tribulations. So there's just a lot to the background of this that, you know, we can probably go on, you know, and, and probably have you back on another time, you know, just talking about being a father through those eras, um, working with what you had. Um, but it's definitely something that um, I wanted to ask you, just coming back to tough love with the wisdom that you have and the time that you have and the experience that you've had and being a father, the learning that you've had on all, all of us. Um, what is your thought about, you know, tough love? Um, and do you think that it's um, um, necessary 
to uh, to parent. I guess that's one of what I want to say. If you can't get tough love in the home, you sure will get it on the street. In the world, yeah. I'm gonna say in the world. I think the right. world will be tougher than any parent. Well, I'm not gonna say any parent, but tough love. Tough love, okay. Tough love, not tough hate, but love. You you can't get tough love like you what am I trying to say? What you get in the world is far tougher than what you can get in home in your home. Because because I'm not gonna shoot you, I'm not gonna stab you, I'm not gonna gain up on you. I'm not going to try to run you over with a car. I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to not feed you, clothe you, put shoes on your feet, a roof over your head, a comfortable place, and all these essential things that you need. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take that away like the world will. So however you came up, and even you guys, however you all came up, we did the best we knew how. Because let me tell you something. When I was in high school, you either got a rubber hose, if you get disciplined, you get a rubber hose or you get a, a, a board, a paddle board with holes in it. And they and they lay that on your butt. When when I did wrong at home, I got I got an extension cord. Uh, yeah. uh, and it ain't always with all your clothes on. I remember my mom with that extension cord and we had on our shirts and our, our underwear. My grandmother would go out tie them peach tree limbs together and whip us with them peach tree limbs or she would call my uncle to take care of us. So I'm here today. I'm here, and a lot of that tough love kept me from doing a lot of things that would get me behind bars or get me, get me, uh, get my life taken away. So tough love, do it in love. When you do tough love, do it in love. And today's children, because of the laws, they don't get the tough love that, that I got. But you look at some of the things that they're doing today, and you say, wow, the Bible is correct. And what does the Bible say, Quaylen? You spare the what? The rod. You spoil the who? You spare the, the rod. Child. You spoil the child. Now, that doesn't mean you got to beat them, but a rod means you have to be stern. You, there's yeah. some times you have to be stern. And even with grown men, and I'm going to stop, even with my grown sons, I've had to learn to shut up. Yeah. You know, the, the one thing that's important, and I hope um, for any man that's watching, is that it's hard to do the tough love if your heart ain't right, it's hard to do something in love if your heart isn't right. So, you know, um, I just encourage men to do the work. You know, I'm not going to just like my dad shared today. He didn't force church on us. He learned to. Well, he tried and then he stopped and he realized it's something that, you know, it's a personal relationship. But I will say, um, you know, we got to check our hearts, you know, check the temperament, you know, that you speak in, check how you're doing it. And are you doing this in love? You know, and if you're doing this to just get your point across, you know, um, that's something that you might just want to be um, just be mindful of and get the help that you need.
um, that you can be able to give love that is um, that feels like love. And I'll talk about that. Um, Dad, we're going to be um, we're going to be leaving here soon, but we want to um, share with you. Um, I'm asked the moderator to uh, to bring up to bring up something I wanted to share with you. I want to say to you, uh, she's going to zoom that in. I just want to say to you, happy anniversary. Um, today is, uh, today is July 31st, but you just celebrated, oh, just okay. celebrated 52 years of marriage on July 27th. So um, just want to say, you pulled you a bad one. I just want to let you know that dad, your wife is beautiful. <laughs> um, and you look handsome. A lot of people have said that, uh, that I look like you. So I'm, so I'm, so I'm going to go ahead and run with that as well. But I just want to say congratulations to you and happy anniversary. Uh, just a few more pictures. It's interesting that the pictures don't the pictures don't show the work that you you know that y'all put in. Y'all look gorgeous. And um and it makes me proud to be able to share this and I'm thankful for it. I know that um I know that it's not easy out there for a lot of folks, but you guys have been able to um to make it through. But happy anniversary. Um thank you. 52 years. Um how do you feel? 52 years. How do you feel? And um, and I guess just to close out, like, well, how do you feel about making it to 52 years? I know it's been a ride, but, and I know, uh, you know, yeah, how do you, you just celebrate and we've talked, but how, let everyone know how does it feel to be, to make it to 52 years of marriage? Feels, it feels, um, feel blessed, feel really blessed. That, that's how it feels. And then, and, um, and to see how we, <clears throat> how we've gone through life things that things have happened in our lives. Uh, I, I feel really, really blessed um, to have you all's mother as my wife, my one and only wife I've ever had and ever will have. And, and, um, and, and to us that how God has blessed us with our health and strength to be able to celebrate it, you know? So it feels great. I feel very, very special that God blessed us to, to be able to be together for 52 years. It's wonderful. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of people want to just tell you happy anniversary, dad. I want to give you the love. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just think that it's, um, you know, a lot of people are struggling in their marriage today. Um, you know, and, and one of the things I shared this week, you know, and, and thanking you and mom for, um, you know, for, um, being good to each other, giving giving each other the the room to grow. You know, you guys started off when you were young. You didn't know anything because mom was not raised with her father as well. And people, you know, you know, a, a good friend of mine talks to me about be careful about using broad strokes because sometimes it doesn't apply for everything, you know, all the time. You know, and so you have a you have a woman who has never. Um, been raised by her father. She knows who her father is and um, had some, you know, some relationship, but no connection. And then you had the experience that you've shared 
and how you know how do you take you know nothing and nothing and make 52 years of marriage um i just for me it's just important that um you know it's important that people just be able to see it is possible but given giving each other the grace to learn and to grow oh go right ahead go ahead dad you want something to say yes yes go for it in the beginning in the beginning when god created the, the heavens and the earth yes sir god spoke in god spoke into nothing and look what we look what he created wow god he created me our lives. wow god, god spoke into our lives and look what he's created yeah so yeah am i happy? yes i'm happy to be married you the proof y'all proof you the evidence yeah. Let me, let me say this, this last, let me say this little last thing if you want your marriage to work if you want it to work you've got to work at it even at its worst moments and it takes yeah. two not one person but it takes two and that's what your mom and i have been doing we this has not been a bed of roses for us we've had We've had some tough times with each other growing up. And even yeah. right now at our ages, we still we still have some things that come up. But because we want to be together, then we work it out. And we, yeah. we work it out. Because if you work it out, it's such a beautiful thing as you as each day comes and goes. Amen. That's all. Amen. Yeah. Well, Dad, I'm I'm gonna um just tell you, I thank God for you. And I'm so thankful that we could thank do you. this today. Um, I will just go ahead and just tell you, you know, I'm going to bless you again and just want to just tell you happy birthday. I know tomorrow is your birthday and I want to tell you happy birthday. I would just thank God for all of you. Um, just every, every, everything about you, dad. Um, I know that you know that you're not perfect, but you have been the perfect father for me. Yeah. So I, I thank God for every um, every disagreement we ever had. I thank you for all the times that you've come to, you know, to my rescue. Um, I thank you for the times of just listening to me. Um, and I thank you for the times that you've encouraged me and, and just believing in me. And, um, and I just pray that, you know, for yourself, um, that you haven't, did, you didn't have the experience that I'm having that you feel blessed by, um, being my, you know, that, me being able to be your son and, and my brothers being able to be your son, that you feel, you know, that you feel the blessing and that that fills any void that you have. And, um, you know, and I just hope that any man watching that's in any place that's struggling or any woman that's struggling, that there's encouragement to just knowing, uh, like you said, you got to work at it. So but dad, so thank you for being on um, any any parting words before you go. No. All right. Well, thank you for being on that. Have have a wonderful day, and we'll uh, we'll be talking soon. God bless you, Dad. God bless you too, son. Well, um, folks, I am really glad that everyone was able to uh, to be able to. Everyone that's chimed in, I thank my dad for being on here. You know, the one thing I want to say about um, you know tough love is to lead with love with everything. You know, and a, and a lot of us um, have yet to really you know do the work. Um, I do encourage you to do the work because it's really hard to love if you don't know what love is, you know, and for me, um, for me, I, I've learning, you know, learning who God is and learning the love of God 
is helping me to create the, uh, you know, the perspective and the point of view and the approach and the gentleness. Um, there's some things in communicating, um, you know, and just in communication, you know, that takes humility, that takes some gentleness. And all of these things, I think, also help us in our relationships and with our spouses um, and even at work, you know. And so um, tough love is no good, <laughs> no good if it's not done in love. So I just uh, I thank everybody for uh, tuning in and um, watching today. I plan on doing more of this and connecting. I got some you know great topics we're going to talk about. Uh, to encourage one another. And also you saw um, this is a space to be vulnerable in. I'm not afraid of that at all. And I actually look forward to the opportunity. Um, but I also just want you to, um, to, to know that this is just the beginning. I've got a couple of things to just uh, housekeeping real quick is that um, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Q's Lounge One. Um, and there's also, um, and also on Facebook and YouTube. And so just uh, follow me and, and I just appreciate the support. Um, mainly for me is just being able to connect with you guys. And if this connects with you, let me know, you know, let me know. And, and I, you know, I appreciate the encouragement as well. Cause like, you know, like I've already said, iron sharpens iron and um, all of you, my, my little community that I have and those that think that this is valuable, let me know so I can, um, you know, uh, be encouraged myself to do more of this. And, uh, and hopefully, hopefully just, be able to meet you guys because there's going to be some people that you've seen before that will be on this platform. But that's it. I love you guys. The next thing is, is I'm going to be jumping on uh, Instagram and um, just for a short while. So just um, either if you're following me on my personal, I think at, uh, it's Quaylen um, underscore Carter. Um, I'll be on there just for a little bit just to check in for anybody that's on Instagram. And I uh, just appreciate you guys. So thank you. And uh, God bless.